When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm excited for a, for an accidental canceling from us. It'll be great. It'll be over something very innocuous. Sure. I, think. I like my steak well done. Ah! <laughs> um, we'll just we'll just we'll we'll uh, besmirch uh, something our our like very dad listeners will be upset about something our, be... something to insult the very dads of the earth. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna insult the dads if you listen to this podcast, Fight Island at 1.75 times yeah. speed. You're insane. That's... Yeah, I accidentally hit the button in like moving my podcast, my <laughs> my podcast machine, yes, also known as a phone <laughs> to some people uh, in moving it to just just slightly. I accidentally hit the one and a half speed button and I thought I was dying. <laughs> I thought I had had <laughs> some sort of medical incident. That your, but your brain is being flooded with chemicals. This is yeah, it. This truly. is how it it was like a shift in reality. Yeah, have you, ever heard, have you ever heard fast Terry Gross? That's going to give you a heart arrhythmia. It's <laughs> not good. I, I have the, uh, I use a, what's it called? Overcast, which has like a feature where it like, it like detects and fills gaps sort of. So I think oh. I, there's a little bit of that where like, so mm. like you have less of like, if there's weird dead air, which most shows don't have anyway. It sort of it sort of does that, which sometimes can be weird for music because it will like and not that I listen to music on it, but like if there's sure. like interstitial music, it can kind of get weirdly uh, chopped up. But um, yeah, yeah, the one and a half speed people, it's like, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess there are people that treat like all content um, consumption like it's a weird job or something. Just, yeah, you yeah, know? Gotta yeah. Get I got to get through these. It's like you don't have to do you can just declare bankruptcy. Like that's what <laughs> I do all the time. <laughs> we got to finish all of this minestrone soup. Like, no, not, no, no. I, I, kind, I kind of get it with like informational things, but if you're like trying to hammer through like doughboys, it's like for what? <laughs> like, yeah. what you, so you right. get all the references. I got to know. Man. I got to know what the rating was. Yeah. yeah that's, that's not, the, it's, it's the, not the, doable. The guy yeah. who thinks the game of a podcast is really important and is like <laughs> sure. writing it all down. And I, hey, yeah, listen, I like that guy. Yeah. These I mean, guys I, are our lifeblood. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we got to be careful. no games. <laughs> Very straightforward podcast. I mean, you know, I, I used to, I mean, I, I, I used to work in an office where I could have headphones in too. And like, this is like 10 years ago now. And I used to listen to like every single, you made it weird. You know what I mean? And yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know who that person is because <laughs> it's the same thing every week. You know what One I mean? Time. With like some other stories from the guest, but just the same deal every week. And he's still doing it right. Like episode yeah. 2000. Oh, yeah. Like, Oh, oh my yeah. God. He's still Crazy. making it weird. They're all, they're all seven um, hours long. <laughs> I remember having a job where I was basically in charge of the back of the kitchen, aka dishwasher. 
and <laughs> I got to play like as part of like my secondary reinforcement. They were like, you can play whatever you want in your little <laughs> dish prison. And so I would I would play um, fucking comedy bang bang. Uh, and oh, yeah. it got so weird at a point that we're like Tig Notaro and like Paul F. Tompkins and like, like, like TV's Andy Daly are all there just doing like weird sounds that then fucking were being spun into like looped songs. And I was just back there j- like jamming out to it like it was the mo- most normal thing in the world. And everybody at my work was like, this is insane. What are you listening to? Right. What are these cartoon sounds? It's like, we just want to hear Gasolina or something. something. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, we never, just want to hear like reggaeton music or whatever. I've, ne- I've never worked in a, I've worked in a bunch of kitchens and I've never worked in one where everyone, one didn't make fun of you. Like it was the sixth grade. Like that is oh, yeah. the place to get roasted. Number one. So well, if you're, was, that's brave of you to expose your yeah, podcast. If you want to find out which, which ways of calling someone gay are still in yeah, vogue, yeah. Uh, that's I, that's a good place to work be. Work in a kitchen. Um, well, <laughs> my, I was kind of I was kind of the king roaster. That wasn't exactly my style, uh, but so they they weren't really roasting. You called me. everyone else gay. That was your. your <laughs> I was kind of the king roaster, you dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, welcome to fight. Island, the podcast about fictional fights on the very real island where they take place. My name is Jordan Dahl. I'm Sam Wiles. And joining us today, the very hilarious Patrick Monahan is here. Hello. Hello. I'm ready Welcome. to fight. This is where this is where I fight, right? I have you, to fight you sh- now. Yep. Yeah. You showed you showed up ready to fight. You got so many black eyes, more than you would think is possible on one person. <laughs> Sweating like and, Patrick uh, Ewing. You're warmed we- up. <laughs> Yeah, we respect that. You, you got to you have those ropes tied around your fists that you looks like you dipped them in wax, then glass like that movie Kickboxer. Yeah, I think that, I respect that. Got the the Tong Po special. Yeah, the Tong Po <laughs> special. Um, God, do you remember in uh, Hot Shots Part Two where he's fighting the guy who dips his hands in caramel and then like sprinkles? Yes, and then like gummy bears. It's great. It's great. What happened, what happened to our physical gag movies? Did they all yeah. just become not another teen movie? And that's yes. where all that that's sentiment what happened. went. We had, that sucks. We had like a like a flood, like a fucking like a fucking straight up like extinction level event flood of those movies for a mm-hmm. second where it was like scary movie, disaster movie, date movie, Valentine's day movie, Bastille day movie. <laughs> yeah. Fucking all of it. And, um, and then nobody wanted it anymore ever again. Yeah. We, we just burned out. And it was like, the, it was the same two guys. I think that made a lot of yeah. them, at yeah. least the, the yeah. later ones. And then I don't know, I guess they, they burned out their reserves yeah. of, uh, of, of, but then, there also were some there are more recent ones that are like the 40 year old virgin who knocked up somebody yeah. who felt super <laughs> yeah. bad about it or whatever. Yes. And the joke is they put every title into the title of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's you can tell they're really, really they're really running on fumes where they're like, we're going to parody <laughs> truly Apatow comedies, but not get what's like parodyable but, about yeah, them yeah, yeah, and yeah. then cast a uh, sexual predator, Brian Callen as the lead. That'll yeah. be great. <laughs> That'll work yeah. really well. Yeah. Yeah. But only post 2003. Apatow movies and like we'll forget the rest of the Uber. You get it. Everybody will get it. Yeah. 
Uh, It'll be weird to have heavyweights in there, really shoehorning the fat camp in somehow (laughs) to the rest of the story. It's like, I don't know how that really works, but uh, yeah. Boy, there's no joke. It's just reenactments. It's like every sketch you made as a kid. It's like every church (laughs) skit where you're just like, yeah, I just look, I'm wearing the shirt. You're right. It was the, it was like one, one or both of the guys who did airplane, like one of them, it was like they, they weren't allowed to do anything for years. And then they got like conked on the head by a bowling ball. And they were like, oh, it's all back. I'm back in action. And they had to do everything all at once. I mean, there, there was that there was that moment. The movie like Meet the Spartans, I think, was one of the last ones. <laughs> yes, of those. Oh my God. yes, yes, and, yes. Meet yeah. the Spartans. And there was, I remember what? seeing like a clip and it was like, like, this is like th- this is the last thing I'm going to see before I die. And it's like <laughs> like the handler from Borat playing like a, a spark, like a like a, a Persian from 300. But he's got like yeah. some kind of Transformers thing going on with his body. <laughs> It's like the big set piece at the end of the movie. And it's like, well, this is it. They just, they had to do it. They did everything in the one movie. It's everything that came out this year. And this is apparently what people love. It's what your, it's what your brain releases when you die from a scorpion bite. It's not even from normal death. It's like from when When you you die die a violent death. That's specifically what floods your, what floods your brain. Oh man. That's what, that's what CTE is. We find out it's just, you just think in those movies. You just, you just can't stop. That's yeah. They find out that, when that guy dies, they do an autopsy and he's like, oh, he was really sick. This is apparently one of the symptoms of CTE is writing these dog shit movies. Um, anyway, uh, despite <laughs> that, sub- that severe they, we, dragging. We, we found a chunk that we somehow determined was uh, the idea of Bob Marley and me. And uh, it's ne- we're never going to recover. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, despite all of that, we're not fighting... Uh, we're not staging a fight between the guys who wrote the airplane <laughs> movies or uh, USA TV stuff, shows or, or USA TV shows. That might, that might actually people, wasn't even on on the pod. I'm so sorry. Or people who listen to their podcast at one and a half speed, um, which if you're listening, Hey, how are you? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> we are today fighting. Divas, and that includes uh, any difficult actor. We talked about it. I just like the term diva for it because we all this started as kind of a joke because we were trying to we were trying to figure out a time to record it, and we were like, "Oh boy, you guys are such divas!" And then we we're like, "No, oh, this is actually a really good fighting topic." <laughs> so, uh, for any yeah. Patrick heads just joining us, um, this is what we're about to. This is what's about to go down. We're going to play a big game of who would win in a fight between. It's going to be three rounds, lightweight, middleweight, and heavyweight. It is video game rules. So men can fight women. Old people can fight gay people. Dogs can fight babies. Whatever needs to happen in order for the island to taste justice. And today's topic, divas of all stripes. People who are known to be hard to work with. So who are your lightweight divas i've got i've got one uh and i i don't know if he's lightweight in terms of mm-hmm. uh, mental space but maybe diva doom because okay. when i think of diva i think of like uh you know uh, a female artist a vh1 divas live type person <laughs> okay so uh, yeah those are the canonical divas that's yeah, that's, those are that's, can- yeah canon yeah. divas as 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 uh, <laughs> uh prophesied by vh1 um <laughs> Alec Baldwin is a lightweight diva to me. Absolutely. A lightweight? I think of him as a heavyweight, heavyweight diva. diva. Okay. Absolutely. He's, he's got a, a lot of he, tood. 
He's got a he's lot of tude. He's a he's a thick salt and peppery boy. He's heavyweight in that sense too. I'm gonna say, as much as I hate to utter this sentence, put a thumb in Alec Baldwin. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I think when I think of a lightweight diva, I think of someone who maybe wasn't around very long. Maybe someone who had a quick rise to fame and a quick fall. Maybe someone like Tom Green. Is Tom Green a diva? Oh man, was he difficult? Or was, mean, was he normal? <laughs> and then, then like mean, we, like society oh. was very fucked up. Well, I can't imagine having him on set talking about "I need more sausages in my welly boots." Would have been <laughs> non diva. Can, can I share an insane uh, thing I've found in my research with you guys? This feels like the time Please. for for lightweight diva. So you know the Cash Me Outside girl that goes on tour. <laughs> Huge diva. Bad baby. Bad baby. Bad so, baby. Is it baby or is it? I, I think it's bad baby. Yeah. Bad bah- Barbie. Bah-hay-by. Bad baby. Yeah. yeah. It's B-H-A-D-B-H-A-B-I-E. That's right. Which yeah. um, I, has made me feel 70 years old to just read. <laughs> I want to be dead. But her her writer, according to just some spurious website, is every, to every place she's on tour, she needs a 50-inch TV with Netflix preloaded and a DVD player. <laughs> so she needs Netflix and a DVD, which yeah. can't wait. that feels like the kind of confused writer you would make She's if you became famous on accident. All of the Blade movies a yeah. bunch yeah. and yeah. Underworld and Resident <laughs> Evil. Does she gonna, bring the DVDs? She has DVDs. <laughs> She's I not imagine. She just has like really specific film taste where it's movies that only have a DVDs they stopped making Blu-rays of. I imagine when you're bad baby, you just kind of find DVDs. <laughs> and it's like very in the couch cushions, like in your RV, in bed when you wake up. I'll see more DVD. She's she definitely got paid in DVDs at some point. <laughs> she is for some gas station apparently. I forgot the DVDs. Let's go steal some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's if bad. I, if you stole DVDs bin. from a place, they would not react. They would go, "Thank yeah. you for moving that." They're out like of the super store. not going to chase you. They're like, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. like, like in general retail, they're not supposed to chase you anyway. But they're really not going to chase yeah. you uh, yeah. if you take DVDs. You got you got four copies of Meet the Spartans. Or <laughs> good work. Going into the uh, uh, is coconuts still exist? Or going into the last coconuts that exists in the mall. <laughs> I um. Okay, I honestly, Bad Baby is a wonderful idea, for, is a wonderful example of a lightweight diva. Uh, you know, demands a lot of a lot of her. Uh, Does she sign in with her Netflix account? I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to go back to this. But <laughs> it's, it's all insane. Like, do they have to I make imagine- an account like for, to like? It's like, oh, this is the venue's account. Somebody, somebody signed in Netflix. We got. She's got to watch imagine- Netflix. I imagine it's somebody. It's like her assistant's account, probably, and yeah. she probably has to. Oh, boy, if Bad. I'll bet bad baby can't get an account anymore because she's had reset the password too many times. <laughs> like the green room at the club or whatever. Like, I don't even know where sure. this would be. Like, where does she hang? Like what appearance is does she? I guess she sings too. Is that, is that she's okay. a rapper? She's okay. a rapper. She's bad she's, baby. Also her, this article with her writer in it is clearly very time specific because in her writer is a uh, three fidget spinners. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> she's got can't bring, her, can't, you can't she's fit those. Lose you can't bring your own. Yeah. It'd be very funny to like four or five years later still have that in your writer. Like the the poor like PA that had to find fidget spinners for you. Right. Like where do you? Okay. If you get get bulk, me on the phone with China right now. They're the only people that have these left. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a lot of uh, people at you guys right now. Yeah. Let's um, get some lightweights on the board. Now, the problem is there's going to be a lot of heavyweights because you don't get to be you don't get to be a really difficult actor without, you know, being in some big roles. It's your Alec Baldwin's, your Bruce Willis's. Bruce yeah. Willis is an interesting example because he started out kind of a nice guy, cool guy. And now he's just like a chud that everyone hates. Mm hmm. Um, if you're an actress, on the other hand, if you do anything that's even slightly not appreciated, you become difficult to work with. And that can yeah. mean any number of things. Uh -huh. So, uh, yeah, Catherine Heigl like got blacklisted for being like, I don't want to do a wet T-shirt scene, you psychos. Yeah, they were like, like, wow, get out of here. what a pain in the ass. She's at <laughs> get her and don't cast her in anything. She's too hard to work with. Uh, sure. yeah. What about Shannon Doherty? Shannon Doherty. What are what are her crimes? She I mean, she had I, I don't think she's Shannon in the. Her the the I'll other cast members, the other cast members famously hated her. Okay, and they were like they like celebrated when she got kicked off uh, Charmed or whatever. Oh really? Uh, you know I heard I heard that um uh the woman who played Sophia on Golden Girls was also like they all what? hated her. Yeah, no fucking way. Estelle Getty. Estelle Getty. How do you? The very name since shivers. Down the spine. Well, they all hated the her because she got all the punchlines. That show, got, by the way, is just a nonstop barrage. That there, there is no oh, yeah. dead time in that yeah. show. It's incredible. Like oh, I wish boy. they still made shows. Like it's like Thirty Rock esque. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been my my uh, sleepy time show. It's so comforting. There's no stakes. Mm -hmm. Everyone likes each other. There's a million jokes. Later, it got they got the stakes when they were like, uh, they were like, everybody in our family is gay, and it was like. <laughs> It was like the like eighty nine ninety, so everybody was like coming to terms with it, and it was actually I've seen a couple of episodes back to back where I was like, all right, pretty progressive, Golden Girls, but that doesn't. So they, they did better than Cheers, the the Cheers episode where it's like, we heard these guys are gay, we got to figure out whether we're gonna let them stay in the bar. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I did mean, they let them stay? They did let them stay, but it's like they had like a meeting in the back where they're all what like, you know. What if well, they hadn't? What if they hadn't? And Cheers had made the weird statement that yeah. like you're not allowed here. And also like, man, like, all right, beat them up, Norman Cliff, <laughs> like yeah. two flabby yeah. weirdos. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I hate my wife. I don't hate a guy. Okay, I don't know. You know, this is a little too weird here. Uh, I've never beat up a guy before. Yeah. Um, what if it would be funny if that's why Norm hated his wife so much? He just never heard of being gay, and he was gay, and he's like, oh my god, that's holy shit! It'd cure his whole thing. Shan okay, um, real quick on Shan Doherty. Mm -hmm. She uh, <laughs> she was so unpleasant on set. There was a Shannon Doherty snitch line that pe that people in the cast and crew could call Whoa. to anonymously tell, like, uh, warn others of what she was up to. So wow. anyway, that's worth it. I think crazy. Yeah, Estelle Getty. People uh, people said that she was uh, she was demanding on set. She wanted more money than everybody else. Did you know that she was the youngest of the people mm -hmm. in the Golden Girls cast? Yeah. Um, and she was uh, notoriously kind of prickly to the other to the other gals. 
uh, golden or otherwise. You just hate to hear that. That's that's yeah. that's, that's no fun. I think yeah. I think Estelle Getty is a good lightweight diva fighter. I agree. Estelle Getty versus Shannon Doherty. Lock it in. I like it. Um, do we have any more? Is Kelsey Grammer a uh, lightweight diva? No, he's just a dickhead. <laughs> he he had some you know yeah i i would say he's probably going to be at least middleweight just because he was like the star of multiple huge things and if he had yeah. there any he hated eddie the dog i know that so that's you know uh that bumps wait a him minute. up wait a minute betty white shoots down reports of estelle getty snub we, we adored go. her the golden girl says of getty though she didn't attend the funeral we're issuing oh. a retraction here, uh, UK, <laughs> UK Holy style. Moly. We're going to put out a formal uh, statement to make sure. Unbelievable! We're not. I, you know, I'm, I, I, it's a, it happens sometimes. Estelle, we apologize. They adored you. We'll fly you back from the island, uh, free of charge. Obviously, what Estelle. A- bye, Estelle. <laughs> what about <laughs> Axel Rose? We're sorry, the local wildlife beat the shit out of you. <laughs> what about what about uh, what about Ed Norton? That's somebody I was thinking. Yeah. Ed Norton. A giant trying to, dumbass. Trying Ed to re- Norton got unhulked. Because he was trying to rewrite the script the whole time they were on the yes. set, which I yeah. think is, you know, Ed- and that's like, that's like, um, in theory, that's us not just being like a pain in the ass backstage. That's like, I want to make a better movie or whatever, but it's like, come on, dude. Like nobody cares. It's a bunch yeah. of, it's all CG guys smashing each yeah. other. Like, you know, we don't need to do this. It also doesn't work. Cause he's stupid. <laughs> I've, I've, I've said, talked about this on the podcast before, but that the, my favorite dumb guy, Ed Norton thing is with motherless Brooklyn, which is like a great book. He wanted, he tried for years and years to make it into a movie. And what's cool about Motherless Brooklyn is it is a neo-noir that happens in the 90s. And I read an interview where Edward Norton goes, I said it in the 50s because I read this and I thought, this is noir. This belongs in the 50s. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, idiot. That's why it's cool. That would be hey. like if you you were like, Blade Runner, huh? That's a mystery. What if it happened now? It's like, that's not what's cool about Blade Runner, you dick. <laughs> Okay, I love it. Uh, I'm going to lock it in. So the question before us is, who would win in a fight between Shannon Doherty and Ed Norton? They are coming to Fight Island. So this is a place that naturally enhances uh, fighting abilities, aggressive tendencies. So we're getting Battle Shannon and Battle Ed coming to, I imagine, just kind of your your regular fight fightatorium. Where do people fight these days? The bar? Okay. Yeah. It on feels- the computer. <laughs> on the computer, sure. Everyone's always fighting on their phones. Look up. The computer. Okay. So what do you what are you thinking? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What are you thinking here, Sam? So Shannon Doherty's been in several fights. They were always at nightclubs in the 90s. Right. And we uh, did it. We ju- did just determine that this is at a bar called The Computer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, one incident happened because someone just stepped on her feet. And then she attacked them. She well, she has those huge feet. Yeah, famously, she sideshow like, Bob esque, sideshow Bob style feet. <laughs> Shannon Doherty like stepping on a big rake is funny. With like an <laughs> elbow in the middle, they're very scary. Okay, that that is a good point. Uh, Shannon Doherty, 
she throws down. She's not afraid. She'll she'll hit you with a heel. She's got a she, hair seems more, she seems more vicious. Hair trigger. She does seem like she will go for eyes, hair, you know, fingertips, genitals, face, like the chimps do. <laughs> and Edward Norton seems like um his diva dumb is like it's more subdued, but it is more like I th- I see scheming, I guess. Yes. I see Edward Norton having kind of like a, like a cadre of Nortonites with him. Like you, like you have to beat up so many guys before you get through the shell of bodyguards. And he's like, he's like, they're flipping like a a Zippo lighter, all shitty. And he's like, (laughs) I've been waiting for you. Like a little too casual, kind of Southern. Yeah, and he's like, playing. He's he's play, Yeah, we got to watch out if he's uh, depending on which character he's playing from Primal Fear. He can be scary. <laughs> exactly, and you think, and that's the thing with Edward Norton. You all eyes are on him because you think at any second he's going to do something interesting, but he really doesn't. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, that's that was the end of it, huh? Um, I think I think as we say, naked in a pit. I give it to Shannon. She's got she's meaner. Mm-hmm. she's she seems like she i'm reading i've got some uh shannon doherty facts for kids over here uh she's been performing since she was 10 so she's you know child actor in, brain she's in that, that diva life you know her mom was apparently a bit of a stage mom uh she wrote a book about how to be a badass oh <laughs> uh, so she like she part of it might be some marketing Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the thing. Maybe you get up close. But she did pull a gun on a boyfriend in 1995. So there Whoa. you go. Yes, yeah, she's she's yeah. also genuinely unhinged. Unless it was some sort of publicity. Wait, gun. then I see here that she sold five million copies of her book, How to Pull a Gun on Your Boyfriend. So that <laughs> might have been a marketing thing too. Sure. Sure, man. The '90s, you know, you could, you could, seriously, like if you're on a big show in the '90s, they could have killed somebody and they would have been kept on the show because 80 million people watched the show, or you know, some insane thing where it's like, yeah, there are only like four shows, so it was big. Yeah, we mentioned this on the last podcast. It's like Richard Karn is like the eighth richest person alive. (laughs) Like that's how every every '90s sitcom was so successful. There's no, it's like yeah, those like if you were just if you had a bit part, it's like you now own like a mech suit and can like go to space <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah he was getting a, he was getting a check for four hundred thousand dollars every two weeks for the syndication not even just, for the yeah. not, oh, like, not even when it was on yeah, yeah, yeah. just for walking around just for <laughs> yeah. being a fellow okay <laughs> for being the driest most charisma free person alive carry on richard carry yeah, on he's a billionaire yeah, what is he? I mean, who knows what he's working on in the lab right now, you know, because he just kind of disappeared. And that's that's, you know, the Richard Karn solo project is something I want to see. I want to watch. Oh. Is he doing a one man show? I want to say he's on Cameo, which, you know, uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> you don't want to Cameo- contact him on Cameo. Being though. on Cameo, he'll, but he'll not needing over, the money is wild. He'll fix he'll fix all of your wobbly chairs. <laughs> you won't leave until 1 a.m. Hey, uh, Rich, you think it's getting too late? Maybe you time to head out. Uh, I don't think so, Tim. It's like, my name is not Tim. Uh, I, <laughs> I just got a Yankee bean stew going, Tim. Ah, oh no. It's, it's, it would be funny if for Richard Karn to be losing his mind. He can't tell where Al begins and he stops, but like, it's the same guy. So it doesn't matter to anyone else. He'll be like, no, I keep answering to Al. Oh, whatever, man. That's the Holy same shit. guy. Yeah. He, what if? He, He's he's a, he's a hundo on cameo for the record. So, you know, yeah. wow. really? Okay. Yeah. 
he, he is cheaper than friend of the podcast james austin johnson what if he i don't know i just went off on a tangent here and like in his old age he comes back and he becomes wilson behind the fence and then you find out that wilson all along was just an aged owl like returned from the future to warn everyone Anyway, that's great. That's the Connor, that's a, the Connor's version of home improvement. Is I got a, a weird side. Well, he, he need, the, the, the Taylor's marriage needed to work for something in the future. And that's yeah. why he came back to give Tim good advice over the fence. Yeah. And if he yes. didn't Genius. and they got divorced, there's some kind of horrible thing that might have happened. I guess, you yeah. know, it's, uh, yeah, it is like, a I like that. The, the, yeah. The kid who became uh, a goth in that one season went on to lead the resistance. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, I, I'm giving this one to Doherty. I do see, you know, she'll do anything for the publicity. I think she's going to, I think it's, she's going to be ragged and, and at 75% health by the time she gets through his cadre of bodyguards and hangers on, because I've always felt that Edward Norton is more posturing than actual, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, meat on the bone. Sorry, Eddie. I know you listen, but listen, there it is. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I got to give this one to Shannon Doherty. I think she wants it more. I think she's she's proven time and time again that her vi- her vibe is I will f- fuck you up for a book deal. Yeah, I'll I mean, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Ed Norton and let let Patty be the tiebreaker. I he's he is a poser, but he's kind of the ultimate poser in that he was in Fight Club. He could pretend oh. to be a guy fighting. Well, he is, as we know, he is, he's, if he's committed to anything, it's acting the stupidest thing in the world (laughs) and he will do, he will act super hard at being good at fighting. And I think that's enough to beat Doherty. Well, let me ask you this. If, if we're, if we're bringing in movie powers, what sort of residual Hulk powers does he have? What's, (laughs) is he actually Tyler Durden and we just can't see it? I don't know if I, if we can bring uh, movie powers into it because Shannon, what is Shannon Doherty's movie power? <laughs> like, <laughs> getting in a big argument? <laughs> sure. Yeah, but to the point where it could it could match up with the Hulk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> She's so argumentative that it is. I mean, that's the ultimate diva dumb is you are in a Marvel level superhero. Well, level. she's got, I mean, look, she's, she's got the, uh, you know, she's got witch powers because she was on Charmed. Oh, that was the first thing go. that came to mind. Yeah, you right. have the magical abilities, but also. Also, Edward Norton, if anything, he specifically does not have Hulk powers. They were stripped from him. He had That's his true. Hulk privileges taken away. He was de Hulk. He was de Hulk. They, they got in there and took it all out. He, he yeah. was de Hulk for what? Were, what do you think his notes were for the Hulk script? Like, what was he trying to shoehorn in? Yeah, well, Hulk's just so just strong, like, and he never seen him work out. <laughs> you should show him painstakingly working out. Maybe he's working out. Yeah. You want to? You wanted to do like another one of those twenty fifth hour speeches, and it just did not fit at all into the mirror. Yeah. What if the Hulk is like constantly cutting himself with pieces of glass? <laughs> I don't know if we need to do That's, that. It's Ed? it's it's sad and stupid. Why would yeah. we do both? Something that's I like both. The, I like that my Ed Norton impression is kind of just a drunk clown. <laughs> it's pretty good. I was going to play the Hulk now. <laughs> That's just Harry Carey. That's just the. <laughs> Hi. Did <laughs> you imagine if I was the Hulk? All right. We got one for Ed Norton. One for Shannon Doherty. Patrick, you're going to have to type. Yeah, this, this is a little tough, you know, I mean, because I, I assume we're sort of. 
everyone gets the benefit of the doubt in terms of they have their like peak, right? Because like sure, obviously sure, like yes. 90s Shannon Doherty, you know, like mid to late 90s is kind of her peak. Peak power. And Norton is probably what, like mid aughts, you know, yeah. we'll say something like that. For sure. Um, Fight you know, Club so- era. Fight Club, yeah, you, you, you know, uh, you get Worm from Rounders. Oh, that was like '98. <laughs> sure. so that might be. He was um, on the. He was on the come up then. A guy who got but punched in the face a lot. He did get True. punched. Yeah, he, yeah. He's pretty jacked in American History X. You know, that's so that's, that's a little tricky. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think you know I think I think you were onto something with, with him trying to posture. I think he'd be trying to kind of look around and like score like verbal points, like with the yes, crowd. Exactly. Exactly. And like, kind of be like, Oh really? Okay. So we're in and some, and then she would just go in there. Like it would be like Taz just yes. spinning around. And I think it would work for a second. Like the crowd would be on his side and then it would just be like, Oh <laughs> yeah. 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 The part, part of being at Diva is you do not give a fuck about what the crowd thinks yeah. and you will rip someone's eyeballs out. Cause it feels good. <laughs> Yeah, grabs him by the eyes and knees him in the head. Like he, he was not expecting to end up in an Andy Cap style fight cloud. But that's, <laughs> no one ever is. That's where he ended up. That's what's so dangerous about them. They'll come out of nowhere. Okay, so if I'm reading this correctly, is that a vote? That's giving it to Shannon Doherty. Yep. Shannon Doherty. Ding, ding, ding. Takes it lightweight round. Divas. Boy, we love to watch. We love to watch them. We love to see what they're up to, huh? For the uh, for the sake of time of the pod, I think mm-hmm. middleweights. What if we just do Baldwin versus Grammar? What if we just have it Baldwin that, that, on Grammar? That now, fa- that failed pilot blow hard <laughs> now, off a blow now, hard off is now. I gotta say, Grammar. I don't know that he's a diva. I, I mean, he's not difficult on set. He's nice to the cast. He's just a butthead. I think every libertarian <laughs> is a diva. That's yeah, no, my, I that's, think you're mistaking libertarian. I think you're mistaking libertarian with butthead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like Alec Baldwin, but I was going to say one of the original divas, um, freaking Tiger Blood himself, Charlie Sheen. Okay, that's a difficult guy. Very difficult gentleman to be around. Yeah, it's you know, I mean. It was it was cool as a nation that we watched him just have a psychic break for like six straight months and people like bought tickets to go watch that happen (laughs) on stage. I thought that was pretty cool. I think it's funny we classified it as stand up. I think that's amazing. (laughs) I know people that went to Radio City when he did like his like Tiger Blood tour or whatever, where he had like the three girlfriends like sitting on stage with him and they did whatever they did for an hour and a half. And they were like, that sucked. I was like, oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what was the best possible outcome? Like, what, like, what, what would have been a good show? Uh, you know, can you even describe what that would mean? The the three insane girlfriends uh, were amazing singers. It turned out they were great. <laughs> yeah, he just uh, they 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 acted out. They did a table read of uh, Hot Shots Part Trois, and uh, it was actually pretty good. So <laughs> they brought it back. Topper Harley is back. Topper Harley, holy shit. Um, apparently Mike Myers is hard to work with. I have a hard time trusting so many of these things because like, it's all just weird sort of pseudo sourced and it's like blind. It could be anybody with a grudge, just laundering this through something. Oh yeah. Welcome to flat Island, man. (laughs) (laughs) Fire away. Yeah. We used to be journalism Island and then we couldn't keep up with it. Three, like like somebody saying he was difficult on set. It's like, they just like 
okay. misunderstand fat bastard. They're like, that guy's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and then his not. friends kept coming up. And like this one was this really fat Scottish guy. And this other dude was this really evil bald guy. Um, okay. Okay. Hang on. This guy, notoriously uh, a real diva, Chevy Chase. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good now, one. Chevy Chase also, but I mean, there's two sides to his story, but he historically has been a bit of a butthead. Chevy he Chase versus Baldwin feels right. Chase yeah. on Baldwin. Yeah. The Baldwin Chase. The posters write themselves. Baldwin Two like Chase. Hamptons guys. So that oh, fits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. I'm locking it in. They're fighting. Um, they're fighting at on, on uh, Main Street in absolutely. Southampton. Just absolutely. <laughs> to yeah, the yeah, horror yeah. of everyone. Yeah, property over the property line, like in the middle of the street. They live across from each other. This has been boiling for fucking months. They're just crashing through the windows at 75 Main, which is one of the fancy <laughs> restaurants. I'm revealing too much about myself that I know that. But uh, yeah. it's the place where um, it's like, oh, is that Kylie Jenner sitting in this on the sidewalk? You know, that yeah. kind of thing. But it's the two of them just <laughs> slugging it out sidewalk. like like Kylie. Iron Man and uh and uh, War Machine in the terrible yeah. Iron Man 2. Just like that. <laughs> yes. Okay. I love it. I'm locking it in. So the question before us is who would win in a fight between Chevy Chase and Alec Baldwin? Now, are we talking peak Chase, peak Baldwin, or are we talking? I say now. There's, I say now. There's so too. much diva here now. Is there's there anything so much diva here? The most, like, annoying, like, diva classified behavior i can think of is saying you're welcome for the bad trump impression that is like the number one <laughs> like shitty look at me thing i can think of it sucks he's such a wang just we did such it everybody yeah. we did it like uh, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah 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 your trump single-handedly got him out of office great job <laughs> yeah. the impression that includes like weird things that he doesn't do like weird yeah. mouth things yeah. that he yeah. does not do yeah. Yeah. just yeah. very strange yeah. yeah why is trump saying ha cha cha that doesn't fucking fit <laughs> at all you know how we always pulls people's pants down points at their wieners <laughs> I want to do that. Yeah, he just he's mostly doing stuff Jay Sherman from The Critic did. <laughs> what? Hachimachi. Uh, I don't think you know who Donald Trump is. <laughs> yeah, he rides a big motorcycle. Wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> That's Johnny Bravo. <laughs> all of all of his zings could have just been like stuff from like weird clubs that only they went to. Like, yeah, yeah. and then uh, that waitress <laughs> yeah. was rude to him one time. It's like, yeah. oh, you got him, man. Look at I mean, look at how he always uses the wrong fork. It's like, yeah. why is and I think why didn't that is the kind of thing that is the only kind of thing that really hurts people like that. I, to be fair, I, so. truly, and I think that's what starts this fight. I think that it gets back to Chevy that uh, Alec has been doing a pretty bad Chevy Chase impression, <laughs> but everyone loves it. Uh, and then he confronts him, you know, like at a barbecue, and he's like, "How about you and me, Chase, out on the street?" Uh, and and Chad, there's like a bit of a weird tension between them for the, like the SNL thing. Like Chevy was on SNL, but Alex, one of the all time great hosts, you know, mm -hmm. and like uh, and like he hates him for that, and he's like kind of giving him shit for like oh, how many times did they ask you back to host? Uh, because he got like that one time, I think. 
uh, Lorne is over in the corner, like they're kind of fighting to who jerking see who off. Can, yeah. I love it. Yep. Mm. <laughs> and Lorne Michaels was seen jerking off at a Hamptons restaurant. Dance, dance, children, dance. Okay, Lauren, if you're listening to this, please do not uh, not hire me for SN. Uh, this, that's like the funniest conceit of the world is the people that like people that used to like delete their replies on Twitter to have a clean feed in case somebody was going through and checking out their stuff. Yeah, that's Lauren. If you're listening to this different Lorne Michaels <laughs> I, you, yeah. it's this guy from high school you'd I have a sketch you should actually look at that's about and it's him. definitely not you jerking off in a Hamptons restaurant <laughs> right. that's it's right my friend Lorna M- Michaelston yeah, he's um, at the Citarella he's he's getting some nice groceries, <laughs> very expensive groceries swordfish steaks I think it literally just comes to blows on a Sunday afternoon you know like oh no they're fighting. They're both full uh, of oysters. They're full of oysters and martinis. <laughs> it's time. Uh, Their shirts yeah. are both untucked, so you got that little triangle of belly showing on both. Like when <laughs> it gets a little rough. Yeah. And like, like, like Alec just saw something Chevy was in that was actually pretty good. And Chevy just saw something Alec was in that was actually pretty good. So they've got this weird kind of jealousy bubbling thing. Yeah. Uh, and What's I the think- thing that Chevy was in recently that was pretty good? Is no, there, it wasn't recent. It was uh, okay. old. It was old that Alex saw. Um, he said he, he caught Alex like some Baldwin community. just found out about community. <laughs> yeah, right, I was gonna yeah. say yeah. <laughs> the last good thing Chevy did, um, and then and they're just at it, fucking wet hams clashing in the street, and I think, I mean, my gut says Alec. I don't mm. know why. Something about the haircut. Something about the neck. He seems more full of anger at this point, where Chevy maybe has cooled a little. Neither of them seem like fighting fellows. Well, oh, I think they famously have. I mean, no, not like I don't mean like I mean, like nothing. Neither of them seem athletically uh, prow prow. What? <laughs> they, yeah. athlete, they have limited prowess. They have limited <laughs> prowess because they're just both big, soft baby men who have been famous their whole lives and get mad about things. They don't I know mean, how to fight. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree on this a little bit, just in terms of their re- respective backgrounds, and, and because Chevy Chase is like a fancy lad. He like he's like a, an old New York family, you know, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Like so, so he's like a fancy guy. He did get in that fight with Bill Murray on the SNL, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like mm-hmm. backstage or whatever way back when. Baldwin's like. Like the boys from Massapequa. I think he was yeah. out chopping it up in the old days. I think before, he was you know. like a Golden Gloves guy, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. I think he genuinely like boxed or something when he was And younger. the other thing you got to remember about Baldwin is that he's got uh, a younger wife who does a lot of yoga and stuff. And I would imagine uh, she makes him do some of the yoga stuff. So he's a little bit more mm. flexible, I think, probably. Yeah. Uh, and the kids keep you young, too. And he's got like 100 kids that are all under the age of five somehow. I think still mm, so greedy greedy little pigs i'm um, well so soon to be that's right in a few greedy years pigs to the last <laughs> yeah 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 you're a child from one to 11 and then once you're 12 you're a greedy little pig that's, yeah. how he that's, a, that's actually how the fight them. started uh chevy chase finally heard about the greed of thoughtless rude little pig voicemail and assumed he was talking about him for some reason <laughs> that's how big chevy chase's ego is is he thinks well, other people see, when they're talking their kids are talking what's to his problem okay it's like what <laughs> he just doesn't understand He's his phone Talking about Ireland. He's a great little pig. <laughs> I, I think that's right. And I think that with his, honestly, with his ego insulted, it's the only thing that gives Chevy a standing, a fighting chance. Right. He goes it's like che- Super Saiyan when it's a, when it's an <laughs> ego fight, <laughs> <Yeah>. for sure. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, interesting. So and with that wrinkle, I do think that I think Alec is kind of the tougher fighter. You're right. I'm looking at it here. He, he, uh, on his Wikipedia page says he's a tough son of a gun. It says right here. <laughs> tough Controversies. Son of a gun. Tough son Not, of a gun. Tough son of a gun from 89 to 2012, at least. Um, but I do think with his, with his ego injured, Chevy goes full full Clark Griswold at the end of vacation, those crazy eyes and tries to, and cracks Alex head open. I'm going to give it to Chevy. I got to give my vote to Chevy. I think Chevy chase is big too. He's like six, five. Like he's got reach on. He is a gangling freak. And pretty, you know, he was known for physical comedy. He can kind of move around a little. I would also like to add this. Alec Baldwin has that great head of hair. Chevy's uh, pretty bald up there these days. Um, Is which, that an you know, advantage? Well, well, which may be a disadvantage in the, in the virility game. If you're fighting, that's just more. That's just another rug to grab a hold of, man. I, I just realized I'm gonna. Vo- I, I got to vote Baldwin because bunch of brothers. The who brothers. is who is <laughs> there are yeah. usually that's like a good way to toughen you up is you have a bunch of competitive brothers especially dumb ones like daniel and stephen baldwin like your dumb brother oh punches you all the time i think he's got he's got guy with brother toughness and i think and baldwin beats chevy yeah I, you know i'm seeing you know just looking at chevy chase you know cornelius crane Chevy Chase, <laughs> born in Lower Manhattan, uh, you know, uh, spent Thanks summers. Cornelius, at his, at, yeah, Cornelius. He's you know, oh. uh, he's he's just a, he's just all around. You know, he, he's a. I'm not saying that guys like that can't be tough, yeah. but you know, it, to me, it just especially these days. You know, even including the you know, um, uh, the fact that he's like you know uh, pissed off about the the slight and all that kind of stuff. Sure. You know. He also was very close to being in Steely Dan, which I did not realize. <laughs> Chevy Chase was. He he was yeah. His school friends in college well, uh, were do. Walter Becker and Donald Fagan, who were two of the the, the basically yeah. two friends yeah. of Steely Dan. Uh, yeah, and so he apparently also has absolute pitch. A lot of good stuff. Wow. Highly recommend the Chevy Chase Wikipedia uh, <laughs> yeah. for wow. listeners. I'm give that a spin later. There's a lot going on there, but yeah, I, I just think he's gonna fold like a. Like a Brioni suit, not like a cheap suit, because all, all suits <laughs> fold, you know. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm giving it to Baldwin. I think he's in particular. I saw him at the U.S. Open uh, on TV and he had like stubble. He was like yeah. not clean shaven. He looked kind of mm. like a wild man a little bit. You know, he's not yeah. somebody. And plus, yeah, we've seen him. He beats up photographers or whatever, photographers. you know, in the East Village. He's you know, he's 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 got a lot of. He's ready to go off, you know. Yeah. He's a bigger diva. Is. He's just a yeah. bigger diva. He's a bigger diva, and you're it's, you're not wrong. It was uh, for me. It was the brothers thing that sent it home. It doesn't matter how big of an ego monster you are. Nothing shuts down. You know that just makes a brother stronger. Oh, you think you're so big? Oh, you think you're so cool? <laughs> and he's, he's gonna, that's going like to make the, the brother in him go super saiyan. And he's like the <laughs> handsome, talented one. So he was definitely picked on the most. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Stupid oh, ass, yeah. stupid He's, ass Stephen Baldwin. He has, all yeah, mad. he has the he has the noogies of of however many brothers coursing through his scalp. <laughs> Three brothers that I all mean, look like the shitty you hate you. Yeah, well, he's the, he. Yeah, well, he's the oldest, so he really yeah. was like they like 
he was per- the first the version was the perfect one and then they're just mm-hmm. like it's like multiplicity you're just getting yeah. like sort yeah. of yeah. the bald ones all look like homer through the hammock yeah you can hear you can hear the cloning machine mm-hmm. just <laughs> steve like daniel like daniel is the second one and he's like the most long island of the of the baldwin brothers yeah, yeah. but alex got a tinge of that and then and then you go the into bruiser. like you know, William, who's a little bit fancier seeming, and then mm-hmm. Stephen, who's blonde and insane, uh, yeah. or more insane. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's yeah, I think I think you got to give it to him. That's that's sure. my ding, ding, ding. Alec Baldwin takes it. I knew it was going to happen. You know, you don't put Baldwin in a in a ring with an with a average human, a middle talent. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chevy. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Um, I like Chevy Chase. He makes me laugh. It's honestly, it's one of those things watching community where you're like, you're like, oh, bummer. It's such a bummer that you're such a dickhead because he was yeah, perfectly, yeah. perfectly so, utilized late in his career. Perfectly for that role. Same with 30 Rock. I might start another 30 oh, Rock yeah. rewatch. Yeah. Alec Baldwin is so good in 30 Rock, but what a dickhead. Okay. This is it. Y'all, the heavyweight bout divas slash difficult actors. And I want to I want to hear about those I want to hear about those fucking actors who like ter- became someone for another for a role and it <laughs> destroyed everyone's lives. You know what I mean? I think those are your heavyweight divas or or just in terms of uh, like, again, divas in the VH1 sense. This is when we can oh, get yes. it. We can get into the Celine Dion. Oh, you want to have like a the- fight of divas bet midler barbara streisand that midler huge diva should i mean should it be like a difficult actor diva versus a like star diva like diva in the in a grander sense um because i like celine i think celine dion's a fun pick is is celine dion a difficult diva i think i think i think she's more of a i mean probably within the bounds of sort of how you know somebody who can has like 500 people working for her, like to set up a stage show or whatever, could probably be considered challenging to work for. But I don't think she's anything crazy outside the bounds of that. Sure, but she is like the, like, she's, she's like a like, proto diva. Right. Yeah. If you but, she, you, but she's, she's not like making her assistant, like be a table while she eats sushi or she's something. certainly making so. her assistant do something weird. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> she is very rich. Stand <laughs> there in the dark. I'm going to sing at you. Um, we could have a uh, we could have Celine Dion fight uh, the diva from the Fifth Element. The blue I was literally alien. thinking diva Plava Laguna. <laughs> right, guys. She needs from to the get the stones. <laughs> They're in her. She um, works for she works for Zorg. Yep, true. Yeah, Celine uh, is, is working Jean for Baptiste Zorg. Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg. <laughs> Speaking of Zorg, what about Cher? Ooh, ultimate. Diva. Cher feels like a she feels now, like a diva in terms of like kind of wacky behavior and yeah. like has a Vegas residency and now also I gotta say that as uh Bette Midler I mean Bette Midler is the she's an actress she's a singer she's famously controversial she's she's been 
uh what did she say she said she had that quote where she was like uh women are the n-word of the world yeah she does say uh insane things she even what did she tweet recently something about did she tweet the thing about the sex strike about yes. like was yeah. it her or she rep- she quote tweeted or something yeah yeah she just never has a, a quite good like a quick correct opinion yeah, yeah she's de- she's definitely one of the one of the heavyweight posters of yeah. this of this era yeah. for sure. She's, sure. she's like the ultimate kind of like rich person lib brain tweeter which makes you he makes you a diva an online diva at least in the in some sense axel rose is kind of diva (laughs) axel rose is a huge diva yeah he's a giant pain in the ass uh needs his melon cut into square cubes on his rider i i love axel rose versus bat midler i feel like that is a is a diva battle for it to end all time i would also i would also accept bet versus Celine. All right, lock it in, Jordan. Whatever you think. I'm cool with either of those. Okay, the question before us is, who would win in a fight between Bet Midler and Celine Dion? And the only reason I went with that is because you're not going to get a fair fight out of me. I think uh Axel Rose seems like kind of a butthead and I think he would lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> whereas uh which is a factor in in fight island you know we gotta we gotta know what we gotta be honest with our hearts i think you'll get a fair fight out of me with celine versus bat the names crash together (laughs) um yeah Yeah. what are their uh what are their video game like select screen obviously obviously celine Celine is like a hovering like song 100 like sound slinging she like smashes the glass you know oh uh-huh. she's got the powerful vibrato whereas bet well she's a show she's a show woman isn't she yeah she'll get you all standing on your feet you know she, and everybody's singing along with her not not to uh cater to our base too much but it's very it feels very x-men to me where bet is nightcrawler and uh celine <laughs> is storm where her feet sure. don't touch the ground and oh she just yeah kinda, okay. she's just constantly levitating and like making sound happen Sure, but I th- I see Bette Midler as more of a beast fighter than a nightcrawler. I just think she's she's doing a lot of um, visual. She has sure. a lot of visual tactics. She can yes. ap- disappear, reappear. What, what about the, what about their respective stages in the fighting game? Right. So you've got mm-hmm. like yeah. Celine is on the on the bow of the Titanic. Oh, yeah, I guess right. And then Absolutely. there's a bunch of a bunch of <laughs> old timey a bunch of old timey people. Uh, you know, doing like the thing. Yeah, exactly. Where they do just like the like the sort of uh, looping fist pump. Oh, yeah. And, and various other motions. And occasionally they oh, fall yeah. off the boat. You, yeah. It's what? like a subtle detail. You yeah. don't yeah. see. That guy fall? And, and then, and then, and then bet, I guess I would put her on the, the beach from the end of beaches. I literally <laughs> same thing. Same thing on the beach, like on that boardwalk or on the set of The Tonight Show. Yeah, yes. there you go. One, yeah. one or the other. Um, and so, you know, you, you have your, yeah, that's the, actually, that's the setting. Actually, I like, her, I like her on the beach at the end of beaches because then the boat pulls up to it, you know, and like slams yeah. into the beach. <laughs> Bam! And Bet leaps onto the, in, onto in, the boat and, and then it fight. Yeah. In the background, they have uh, in a chair uh, on a loop, instead of a fist pumping thing, it's Barbara Hershey slowly passing away peacefully. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> also i think that's axel rose back there i was late he was late to the fight and and, and still johnny carson's tonight show desk is <laughs> wild it came flying off the ship it was being transported yeah 
Johnny Carson, Axel Rose. These two ladies are going to fight each other, Ed. Do you see this? You hear about this bad baby? They call her bad baby. You hear this this about this bad baby, Ed? She she wants you to cash her outside. Oh, wow. Weird, Weird wild stuff. I think we're at a hundred percent strike rate for drawing uh, Johnny Carson impressions out of our guests. <laughs> <laughs> like we're exorcists. It's I will never get tired of Johnny Carson saying shit like "bad baby." <laughs> that oh, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, bad baby. <laughs> you see, she's you cash her outside, and then how about that? <laughs> You yeah. see what you do is. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I, boy, I just, I think, okay. I think this is one of those situations where if Bet gets a hold of Celine, it's all mm-hmm. over. But can Bet get a hold of Celine? Yeah. So, Celine yeah. is a wraith. <laughs> She's, yes. you cannot touch her. Ah, trying, like, like. Trying to fight through like sound waves, like it's a gale yeah. force wind, you know, seagulls yeah. and wine glasses. Yeah, like anyone else shit. is just reduced to a skeleton because Bet is used totally. to that because she has her own ability. You know, she's from showbiz. She yeah, she is. That. She is sound hardened somehow. Yeah, no, she's. Yeah, you can. You at first you don't think that Bet is like even singing, and you're like, well, how is she doing this? And then you see like right up close, she's whispering. She knows all the words. She's don't tell me not to live. Just say butter. I just can't be in the sun's a ball of butter. And she's creating this fucking shield of words and gets in there. But I don't think she does it. I think I got to give it to Celine. I think it's one of these things where at the last minute you see, and for some reason I see, I see Bette Midler in like a weird, like, like, like musical theater kind of a sequined outfit with like tap shoes on. Like we caught her when she was practicing for something. Um, And she like just makes it to almost, almost like at the end of that movie, sunshine almost makes it to like an already screaming uh, Celine. And almost like she wants to save her, you know, she's like, Celine, you have to stop. (laughs) It's like Akira. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And like just barely touches her. Or like swings a fist and it collides and we see an explosion of sound that levels, let's say, a quarter of North America. Um, <laughs> and then in the sh- in the in the shadow of that, I think we see uh, Celine holding Bet's broken body, and Celine has won, but at what cost? And that's my vote. <laughs> Pat, what do you think? I, I'm not. I don't know if I'm swayed yet. Well, you know, I I feel uh, I feel like, it, you know, because there's only three of us, the way that I was going to go is going to sort of decide it regardless. So, uh, you, know, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm picturing, you know, yeah, bet is sort of, you know, holding her own. But then you hear that that Irish flute come in. Oh, my God. And it's kind of and then she hits the chest pound from the my heart will go on video and it just things get kicked up to a level that cannot be handled and it's basically just like if she was like in the immediate radius of a nuclear bomb going off like skin melting (laughs) off like muscle melting off and then it's just and then there's just a like a the building is still standing behind her but there's a skeletal kind of like 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 a flash bulb you know and then and that's it that's it's 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 a it's an outline of perfect jazz hands against (laughs) against against a wall that's the image Oh, Man, and wins. I, I was going to say, and like, 
angel wings. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Celine too. It was going to be a clean sweep. And I kind of wow! felt that way. Cause yeah. I also think it's like Bette Midler had like other stages of her life. Celine was, has never not been a diva. She and she existed suddenly. And then and everyone she, was like, that's what a diva is. And she that's, is like, so singularly powerful at it mm-hmm. that like, like if anyone would be, yeah. I yeah, will admit she, she is yeah. who comes to mind and it's not. Sure. And a, another like kind of weird advantage is it's not like she's difficult. She just is it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Where other people are like earning it with bad deeds. She's just like, she, no, I'm she, just, I'm just diva. I'm the concept. She seems like, uh, like what they base that fifth element lady on, yes, you know, yeah. like yeah. you're like, Oh, like you're just like sound in yeah. there. You got you, you have hollow bones that are constantly singing a song. Right. Absolutely. Um, it's like, Try to like try to imagine Celine Dion eating a hamburger. You can't do it. <laughs> I can imagine her singing to one powerfully. <laughs> and then the hamburger kind of just like bites get taken out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it disappears. Um, much like she did to poor Bette Midler. Ding ding ding. Holy She's, moly, Celine. She, en- Dion. she ends up in the beach chair right next to Barbara Hershey, and it's actually it's you yeah. know it, she it, unclear who raises Barbara the daughter Hershey. after that. But, <laughs> but it's she, very beautiful nonetheless. She sings "Wind Beneath My Wings." She steals yeah. it from from Bat and uh, yes. yeah, and it's and a double B- funeral. Wep- yeah, and then Bat and Barbara are fighting in the afterlife. <laughs> uh, give me that song. Weaponized elegance is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Weaponized elegance tour is definitely the name of the tour. Celine goes on after killing Barbara Streisand <laughs> with her voice, and I do think there's like kind of a beautiful moment where we see Barbara's true skeleton, and it's just like pure talent. <laughs> and then it dissipates into the oh, universe wow. to find a to find a new a new host. Yeah. Um. Holy moly, Patrick! Thank you so much for joining us on Fight Island. What a bunch of fun! Uh, where can the people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm uh, Patty Mo on all the stuff. Um, not all the stuff. I don't have a TikTok or anything, but uh, I'm good on the ones that don't make you any money if you do well on them, which I think is. <laughs> right where i want to be that's where uh, you want to be and uh yeah no so i'm a, and i have a couple shows uh first one is uh it's called not you guillermo it's a what we do in the shadows uh recap show um and that just started we're just we're just about to do uh episode three of the season uh actually we're recording after this with uh my co-host nicole conlin who uh, i believe jordan is familiar with friend of the pod uh, friend of the show and uh and yeah so that's that's uh that's the one and then the other podcast i have is what a time to be alive that's me and uh eli Uden and kath barbadoro and it's a uh uh the least topical news show i guess we'll call it <laughs> uh, i don't know i don't i don't have a good it's the only podcast that counts down the things each week to make you say the thing that's the title of the podcast it's just dumb local news stuff so hell yeah uh, check it out absolutely definitely go check out all of patrick's stuff sam what what are you up to these days uh as always follow me on twitter at vote sam wiles um where i'm you know just retweeting things these days i have no new thoughts uh, <laughs> uh listen to my comedy album regular guy out of hell and uh if you're in the los angeles area come to rod stewart live we have a new yeah. venue that kicks ass it's uh, yes. gonna be every wednesday here starting in october but we have our next show is if you hear before this September 22nd, uh, it's at Permanent Records Roadhouse, which is a record store slash bar slash venue, and it's uh, super fun. So come out there if you live in California, or drive. I don't care. You live in Ohio. Get on a plane. What are you, you're not doing shit. Come out Yeah, here. what are you afraid of? Yeah. Get on that plane. Get up there. I have to take a plane on uh, Sunday, and I am afraid of flying. So 
Oh, lavender tea. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan's plugs are his fears sometimes. Just giving everyone all they need to destroy you. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, or make me stronger. Huh? Huh? <laughs> no, the first one. I am Razor Lou all over the place. Uh, come hang out with me on Twitch sometimes. It's weird and it's fun and we shout about video games. And sometimes I do art over there, twitch.tv forward slash Razor Lou. I'm also on a couple of Twitch shows every Monday. You can catch Better Than Heroes at twitch.tv forward slash Better Than Heroes, 8 p.m. Mountain Time. We play D&D with a bunch of other comedians in space and it rules. Are we physically in space? Yes. I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and say yes. <laughs> Until somebody proves otherwise. Um, I think that does it for this week's episode of Fight Island. Sam, why don't you count us down there, pal? Three, two, one. All right, it's all over. Break it up for Fight Island. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 